Don't forget to subscribe, follow, share our podcast, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts as well. Greetings and salutations, our good people. Welcome to another amazing episode of It's Relational. My name is Deanny. And my name is Tamar. And today we'll be talking about the topic of trust. and. This topic is very layered because with trust becomes it trust can develop into a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a friendship or it can be more intimate relationship, or it could be even trust with family, right? right. So why we decided to choose trust because right now a lot of people may either trust less because of what they see, what's going on in the world. Or they may trust more because of same thing, what they see and what's going on in the world. But for us, we wanted to talk about different points in our relationship where trust was either lacking or the trust needed to be developed. Yeah. So back in 2010, mm-hmm. when we have one of our breakups, we had several. <laughs> Um, but that was one of our breakups, and Kamar will take it from here when he talks about what happened during that time. Well, so 2010 was an interesting time. Um, you know, I was graduating from high school, Lehman High School, of course, in the Bronx. Um, she was a year behind me. That was a point in time where, as a senior, truly, truly, and I think all my seniors, no matter if it's collegiate or, you know, it's just high school, you can agree with me where you're not really caring so much about what's happening around you. You're just around the hype of your graduating. So, you know, me and Deanny had a, a major falling out and to even somewhat a public falling out where, you know, through actions beyond, you know, myself, you know, kind of caused, you know, a ripple effect of just that public uh, display of, you know, us kind of breaking it off. So essentially, during the June, May, June time of 2010, you know, that's when stuff was really starting to go downhill with us. And then at the ultimate break of, you know, when we graduated. So funny enough, after graduating high school, you know, my mother surprised me with um, a, a ticket, me and my little brother and my stepfather, of course. But it was, for me, it was a surprise of a flight out of the country to Jamaica. And the goal behind it, though, because at that point she didn't know DNA existed, the goal behind it was for me to attend college in Jamaica to go to University of West Indies, Mona campus. And I was down for it because one, education would be technically cheaper down there versus in the States. And two, I always told her, I'm like, I wonder how much vastly different I would have been provided I got to go through the school system down in Jamaica. So I was already game. She was game. So we was I out. wasn't game. <laughs> You wasn't even aware of this. I know, because I wasn't aware of what this grand scheme was, so <laughs> I was not <okay. laughs> Yes. Um, so I we was primed and ready. That year also the World Cup was happening. So, you know, World Cup, 
everybody glued to the TV. Oh, my team, my team, my team. So we was glued to the TV, but transition started and it was like, all right, you know, let's start to get the process down and, you know, get going with, you know, registration and everything. I guess I would say, unfortunately, slash fortunately, um, I think what happened at that time was I knew I was wrong, like internally, and I wanted to make amends with Deanna. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say I reached out to her first, maybe to apologize for my attitude and my behaviors and my actions. And that kind of spurred about a conversation between us. So one thing I can always say about making amends, since it goes with trust, um, I think making amends is also a, a nice springboard to you know, the success that you're looking to have eventually in life. Um, I feel like if you're out there and you have a lot of open wounds or a lot of situations that you never handled or yeah. people you never, you know, said sorry to, not my bad, you know, I apologize or I'm sorry, you know, those lingering situations where you don't make amends, I personally feel it doesn't help you in your success. I feel like as much as you can, you know, of course, because the other party must, you know, agree to it, but kind of make amends where you can. So, that was me making my amends, maybe not so much to try to get her trust at that point, but just to make amends with her because I personally was the one who was wrong. So one thing I wanted to mention about trust, this quote that I, I wanted to just drop out there, you know, trust broken is like broken glass. Now, the question for you really is, you know, will it be mended or will it be easy swept away? So I think for, for me, I, I wanted to kind of get back my friend who was Deanne. Um, not romantically at that time, but just to get back my friend, because we did start out as friends. So yes, it's probably did. it was probably a good thing that she friends on me for a year where at least we built a friendship first. So it's like, I miss my friend. Like, let me tell you about my best friend. You know uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And I missed you too. Um, I definitely did. I definitely missed you. And that's why I was open um, to having the conversation with you. Mm -hmm. um, so, oh, internationally, you got to mention that. Oh, yeah, that's fact. true. Because remember back then, we didn't have call, we didn't have WhatsApp. We yeah, that's have... true. You called me on, <laughs> you called me directly. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, you went up my bill. I didn't run up your bill. You didn't think so? You no, ran up my bill? Oh, ma'am. You no, called think, me directly. I think, I think back that time, if you accepted the call, it was, if not cheaper, it was free. If you made the call to me, it would have been more costly. I don't know. I will need to reach out to Timo to check my record. Sure. You run up my bill. That's sure. what it was. But because of the sake of love, I let you charge it. <laughs> yes. Right? So, yeah. So, I was open to developing that relationship again with Kamar and to start to, you know, give a little piece of trust, right? A little piece here and a little piece there. And we decided to start building and building up the trust levels um, in our relationship. And then we ended up getting back together again. Mm -hmm. But rewind real quick. So in the midst of us chatting, while obviously I'm wearing two different, you know, zip codes, two different locations, you know, at that point I had to make a decision. I'm like, okay, am I going to definitely do this school thing here? Or am I going to go back to the States and, you know, kind of at the moment be with my girlfriend? And, you know, because you're young, I was 18 or so, I don't want to say young and dumb, but young and 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 madly in love like you know infatuated where i see you know the the hearts all around and everything um yeah, butterflies in the stomach <laughs> yeah, yeah you know that michael jackson you know you can be butterflies but um i took a leap of faith and i said you know what long distance relationship is not going to work 
I give credit to those who do it. But for me personally, it wasn't going to work. So I got back one way and I came back. So we came back and um, I remember, I remember this moment distinctly because I think it was the same day I came back. We went to the movies. You remember when we were going to go see the, um, I don't co-sign this movie at all, Avatar, The Last Airbender. You remember the, the live action one? That was when you came yes. back? Yes. Wow. So it was a while. You don't remember. Yeah, so, I remember Avatar. So yeah, that was... That movie was probably something to avoid, but I won't get into that. Yeah, they did not give Ang his true justice. No, no, no. no. Okay. Ong, Ong, Ong. Oh, they call him Ong, and his name is actually <laughs> Ang. Like, if you watch the show, it's Ang, not Ong. But, you know, that's a different story, but, you know. So let's talk about, since you mentioned, you know, building back the trust. What was... And I'll start with you. What was items that... Well, it really wasn't you. What started to really open you up to like trusting me again? Because obviously, I'm kind of playing. I don't want to say catch up, but I'm playing like the 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 good guy um, title or or role in order to win back your trust. So you know, winning back your trust meant you know communicating, and that's something that I don't think you'll ever perfect. I think you'll always just get great at, but you won't perfect. Well. I know I was communicating more. Yeah. I know I was being open more. I know I was being transparent. But what was that moment for you just to kind of say, all right, you know, trust is at level one, level two, level three, level four, and so on and so forth? I would say it's the ba- it was based on how the, the actions like you were taking mm-hmm. and then like what you were saying and like backing it up with said action. Right. Right. And just me feeling and seeing the change in you. Mm-hmm. That's what like really helped the level of trust to move from one to two and so on and so forth. Right. Now, if I didn't see any kind of change in you, then no, mm. the trust level would have, you know, went down. Right. Basically. And then we would have just not been friends anymore, broken up again and just maybe stayed broken up after that. Right. But I like that you decided to change, you know, mm. and I appreciated that during that whole time too, that I started to change a little bit. Right. You know, it wasn't astronomical, like um, astronomical, like I wanted it to be of my own personal change, but I started to change a little bit too. Cause you know, during breakups, you know, the heart grows fonder. Right. And also you do some own personal self-reflections to learn what you did wrong and so on and so forth and how you could have made the relationship better. You know, so. Right, right. So what you're saying is, you know, the fact that obviously I gave you some, let's say, lyrics, so to speak, but I also gave you action. So it was words and action. So a lot of times, you know, a lot of people, you know, not gender specific, you know, will speak, you know, I'm going to do this, but they don't do it. So you love the fact that, you know, when I said, hey, I'm going to do this, I actually did do that. So. Where, you know, I'm a man of action. I've grown to become more of a man of action. But, you know, let's not downplay. You're definitely a woman of action, too, because, you know, you could have said, oh, I hear you, but I'm not hearing you. Yeah, right? it's true. I, I, could, I could have just not picked up. Right. <laughs> like I've done, you know, other times. Right. It could have not picked up. But like I said, I, I wanted to hear what you had to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not that, like, closed off that. If someone's willing to have a conversation with me, mm-hmm. that I would say no. I'm not ready to talk to you. I'm open to hearing what you have to say. Right. 
you know, because, you know, I, I have a caring heart. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that's new DNA, old DNA, or just always been DNA? I always, I would say I, I always um, had a caring heart. Sometimes, you know, I may have locked it away mm -hmm. um, during the different levels of um, changes that I went through. Right. Um, but I always had a low care. So it just, I was open to just having that conversation. Right. So to 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 continue with the the topic of trust, you know, because this can, can this can go very far. At what point? Because obviously we had to reconcile and and become boyfriend and girlfriend. Was there a pivotal moment that you kind of were like, you know what? At this point, I believe in you, and let's try this again. Was there a pivotal moment for you to just you know say yes, I want this, or did it just kind of happen naturally? Like let's just kind of go through it a little bit for everybody listening. Yes, there was. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, what was the pivotal moment? Do you remember? I don't. Because remember, I was just sitting there doing whatever yeah. I can. I'm sure there in. was a pivotal moment where, you know, everything clicked and we're like, you know what, let's go for, like, just go for us again. I'm sure there was. I can't remember. It's just been so many <laughs> All right. All different, right. um, you know, memories that we've had. And even, like, I I would say, like, certain um, levels, too, I, I don't even remember. Okay. Right. You know, so I'm sure something happened. I got you. So here's another question then. Here's something that a lot of people should really ask themselves and ask their significant others. At what point when obviously proposals came down the line in terms of me proposing to you and us being engaged and obviously us officially getting married, at what point did you trust me to be that significant other for you long term, right? Because... I wholeheartedly agree. You wholeheartedly agree. You shouldn't just marry to marry. You shouldn't just engage to engage. Yes, that is true. So at what point when you got asked the question and when you were ready to sign the dotted line in terms of marriage, you know, what was that moment? Like, you trusted me to do that. Why? Or for us to, to, to join in that union. Why did you say yes to, you know, will you marry me? Why did you say yes to... um? Do you take him to be a, your lofty weather husband? I do. Like, let's talk about that and trust. I, I know it's it's kind of weird to say this, but I always known that I would be with you. Weird. It is weird to say. I always known that I was going to end up with you. What? Yeah. It's just like when we were friends back in high school and we used to call each other husband and wife. Hubby and wifey. I I, re, I distinctly remember husband and wife, but okay. Sure. With you the know? egg too, right? Yes. <laughs> that was our first child. We had an egg. <laughs> yeah, her name is Jasmine. Anyways, um, yeah, so I always felt like Kamara was the one. I don't know why. I always felt that way. Dang, at 15, 16. Like I always felt like I always pictured myself with you having the children being married i always did is it's just that the person that we were weren't ready for marriage obviously at 15 you weren't ready for marriage um and when we got married at 21 um we weren't exactly ready for marriage mm -hmm. but we you know put on our adult pants and a adult dress 
and we, you know, got our, build up our strength and we just decided to just work together to actually have a successful marriage. Wasn't easy, but we made it work. So I always felt like you was going to be the one for me. I don't know why, but I always felt that way. So even when we did break up and I would be trying to talk to someone else, I would always end up talking about Kamar to the other person. And it's messed up <laughs> because I just I just could not shake him. I said, you know, I just, oh, my gosh, Kamar. And I remember when he used to do this and that always really upset me. But he's like, I'm with someone else, but I'm still thinking about Kamar. That's how much I was. Still am. I can't even say was. Still am infatuated with you. So, wow. Kamar always been at the center. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, how do I follow up with that? Right. I mean, it it says a lot. Um, kind of fast forward a little bit. You know, we went through unfortunately another breakup. Um, I don't remember the year, but right around the engagement time, where the breakup was, it just hit me so hard where I really lost myself. Um, and, you know, and I did too. Right. And, you know, I, I really lost myself and I really cherished the fact that having, you know, great, you know, friends and, and family, like, in fact, like, you know, my older brother, you know, that, that's been my real dog uh, for a long time, still my real dog. You know, I'll never forget, you know, with this breakup, you know, there's two things that happened. One, I just went to him and I just cried. And he didn't judge me. He ain't nothing. He just, I, you know, like, kind of gave me that, like, you know, mama knows child kind of hug. And I was like, yeah, no question, no answer. And then he said, yo, listen, whenever something big is coming, there's always something to come, come in to, to, to stop you or try to knock you down. And I, I respected that because that's been soundful advice that I've been I'm running with ever since. Now, fast forward, point of that is I realized where I went wrong again um with that you know with the breakup um i realized obviously it was a two person breakup it wasn't just one person yeah. but at that point i said yo at 20 years young 20 20 because we got engaged for a year and they got married after at 20 i said yo i know just like her this is the one for me you i ask me to explain it i cannot don't even ask me to try to explain it to you just like she can't explain it to you same, <laughs> it's the universe same, same here the, it's same the here. lord's way okay it's the divinity way yeah. so um at that point i said all right i'm gonna do everything in my earthly power to obviously get back the girl so that meant prayers that meant you know communication whatever may have you to do that excuse me but what ended up happening was you know we patched up the the tire, so to speak, and fixed it up. And I say, yo, listen, I am not letting this go again. Now, granted, obviously, a breakup can happen again. But I said, I'm going to do my part to do a, be 100% with this. So at that age, at that time, enlisted in some good friends, um, mutual friends, so to speak. And I bought an engagement ring um, back in college days. And, you know, she didn't know about it. But I was like, I'm proposing. because. I need to hold this down. Um, we keep, you know, we will run away, but for some reason, always coming back. It was like a boomerang effect. It didn't even matter how long the boomerang took to come back. It always came back. Yeah, that is so true. <laughs> so so it, it was crazy. Um, so a reason why I mentioned that is because when it came time to 
you know, engagement, we're not going to talk about the whole engagement scenario because that's that's a whole audio for itself. But, <laughs> you know, my we got engaged New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and I purposely planned that, right? Because I had, you know, some bars that I had concocted and I used. Yeah. Um, once it struck from, you know, 11.59, 10, 9, 8, you know, the countdown um, and midnight came, oh, woo, happy new year. And I said, oh, happy new year, DNA. But actually, I don't want to go into this new year just calling you girlfriend. I want to call you something more. And then boom, bomb, bing, engagement ring. And then and I became a fiance. Fiance. With the, uh, with the bells and whistles of just being that. So. You know, the point of of that is just, you know, I trusted myself to be the one for her since we literally keep coming back. You know, right? Um, you know, I know that- no matter like what happened where like I heard Kamar, Kamar heard me, like I don't know why we just keep coming back to each other. It was kind of annoying. It it kinda of reminded me it of that is, song. It's- remember remember that song? What was it? <laughs> Chingy, every time you leave, every something's pulling me back. Right, pulling every, back. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. that was a good song. <laughs> yeah, every it's time you yeah. keep pulling me back yeah. tonight. Need I, you in my life. <laughs> yeah. How Tyrese part go? It was meant to be you, you and me. me. <laughs> something, something. something. <laughs> so that means we gotta leave. Yeah, yeah. something like that. I think we gotta make it work. Something yeah. like that. So that that was literally, literally us. So it's really annoying when there's a lot of love songs that always happen and transpire, especially during breakups and stuff like that. But yeah, trust, right? Trust, trust is is, is our word. Um, and trust is is again such a large word in and itself. Um, I had to also, you know, going back with trust, right? We're overusing the word, but it's it's a, it's a five letter word. But it holds so much weight because Oof. a trust can either really either make you or break you based on the relationship that you have with that person. Mm. You know, you can trust them so much and they can lead you down a dark path and it can be detrimental to your life. So be careful who you trust. And then you can trust someone that can really uplift you, really encourage you and really just guide you into a, a good path. Right. In your life. That's right. why trust holds so much weight that you have to be careful who you trust, how you trust, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, be how be able to navigate life by having meaningful relationships and be able to be more self-aware to keep the people in your corner that always been in your corner. Right. You know, right. like people that always had your back, people that always supported you and loved on you. You know, and be wary of those that they bring you down or just the actions that they take doesn't show that they even want to even have that kind of true relationship with you, having that intense trust factor. Right. Right. Because, hey, people show their true colors. They really do. Yeah. Um. It, it usually takes a situation to see, you know, people's true colors and. I just hope that you're not so blinded by your situation where you cannot see the the mistrust or the distrust of of the parties is happening. But you know, even friendships, yeah, <laughs> friendships can really show show you like where the trust factor. You may trust them so much, and mm-hmm. then they just totally mess you up because you're so blinded. Like, oh my gosh, but they're so nice to me. But then you realize their actions aren't so nice. You know, why should I even give this person trust? Or even family members, right? Yeah. Sometimes family can mess with the trust as well. Yep. 
You know, if I ask you to do something, you say you're going to do it. Your word is your bond. Why can't you just do it for me? Right. But if you ask me, I would do it for you. Right. So, you know, this is just all kind of coming together uh, with our channel, right? It's called It's Relational. And, you know, the It's Relational is defined by so many things, right? What yeah. really defines, you know, a relationship? Obviously, everybody has their own definitions. But what you're just kind of seeing is, you know, how trust is playing its factor. You know, we've also had, there's also other elements to relationships, but, you know, we've had some great couples come on um, so yes, far. Yes, we did. And learn about them. But we're just seeing now the dynamics are different, but it's still what? Relational. And it's just, again, a description of relationships for everybody else's perspective. And, you know, you just kind of compare. You're not yeah. comparing to say, oh, they're better than us, but you're comparing to say, wow, that's a great idea and I can implement that. Yeah, or I didn't look at it that way. Because yeah. sometimes we're so caught up in our own mindset that we don't allow to see the viewpoint of someone else. Yes. So you have to have an open mind and being able to have an understanding and have a caring heart. Like I said, I have a caring heart, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to hear out the other person right. and be able to communicate, you know, what you want, how you want it. And as as said, keep building that trust factor. Right. You know, and have it be equal trust. Yeah. It can't be one way you're hundred percent trustworthy and the other person isn't. Yeah. Or you can't even trust yourself. Mm. If you can't even look at the man or the woman in the mirror, how can you really be able to give trust to someone else? You can't even trust yourself. Right, right, right. So yeah, trust again, such a, a major word, you know. You can even see these exercises of like trust falls, right? You know, if me and Deanna was to do a trust fall, she has no doubt about it that I have her, you know, as much as I'm heavier than Deanna and taller than Deanna, she would do everything in our power to try to catch me too. And then she would complain when she's like holding me up like, yo, you're heavy. I'm like. Yeah, because you are heavy. <laughs> okay. Don't make it seem like I'm heavy. No, you're but... not heavy, but you, you have some weight to you, sir. Okay, you can sound a little little wide, and that's not the case. No, you're not. You're not wide. Okay. No, you extra sexy. All right. Remember, we're we're, we're live. You know. (laughs) Um. So you know that's just us, but you know, touching on it real quick as we start to wind down. Make sure before you trust anybody else in the world, you trust yourself. You trust yourself in the mirror. You trust yourself to be your truest, purest, realest self out there. Your true, authentic self. Yes. Um, and you know, how do you trust yourself? You start by looking in the mirror and making sure you know who you're looking at. You're not looking at a facade. You're not looking at a masqueraded person. Mm -hmm. You're looking at yourself and who you believe you are to be. Not who you think, who you believe and who you know you are. And no pretending. If Mm -hmm. if you know you're a sucky person, own up to it. I'm a sucky person and I need work. (laughs) Straight up. If you know uh, that, you know, even if you know that you're a great person, you still need work too. Yes. Because we all can grow and we all can keep becoming better than we were yesterday. Always. Mm-hmm. So like like Kamar said, be your true self. Always. Understand who you are. Don't try to be like someone else. Trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. Your own abilities. What you can do. Because remember, you are made for greatness. Okay? Yes, yes. yes. I think I want to kind of, as we end off with a, a quote, um, I remember how it was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be paraphrasing, but I hope you can kind of pick it up for, for me. Um, it was said by a mentor, 
no i believe in me and oh i believe i believe in me, me? i believe no i think it's i believe i believe in you until you start believing in yourself that one too but i believe in me and i believe i can be the best that i can be i believe that was a paraphrase quote i am misquoting it but i know it's along the same oh, lines oh i i believe in myself oh i believe in myself <laughs> And my ability really? to do my best. Whoosh, my bad. <laughs> yes. That was a quote um, by our mentor. He said that. So take apply. it take it with you. Apply it. Yes. Always believe in yourself and your own abilities. Yes, yes. So, you know, we're going to definitely bring this down to a close. And remember, don't be a closed, you know, stone cold box, okay? Be open to trust, even just a little bit. Because, you know, the world is not out there to get you. There are people that care. And even people that don't know you sometimes be willing to care for you. It all depends. Because there are good people out there. So throughout everything, you know, be open, be loving, be caring. And wherever you are in the world, stay blessed. Yes. Be well.